Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much with my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Number one, Harry, I got to give a little bit of love to one of my fellow MU homies, Mansfield University, 1987. That's my class. 1991, that's Nate Davis's class. Third straight year, he's the head coach at Gettysburg College Women's Basketball. Three P. They win the conference championship on the way to the Division Three national tournament. Really, really good coach and even better person. But I got to give a little MU love to my brother, the head coach of Gettysburg College, on the way to the NCAA Division Three tournament in women's basketball for not one, not two, but for the third straight year in a row. Yeah, and that's huge because what that tells me is that he's consistent in what he's doing, mm-hmm. his teachings, uh, the message that he has given to his young ladies. Absolutely. It's actually getting through to them for them to be able to do this for a third time in a row. So shout out to him and, and his team, and I hope they can uh, win it all. Yeah, whether they win it all or not, Nate's a God-fearing man like we are. It's not so much about the destination. It's about the journey getting to that destination. Ooh, and, you didn't say something then. I, I did say something. Let the church say amen, 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 amen. amen, amen. And the church doors are open. Make sure you make sure the collection plates are worthy of this kind of sermon <laughs> that you're getting. But he's always, always about faith first. And plenty of that has everything and really nothing to do with basketball. So to see him succeed because he turned over a program at Eastern University in St. David's, Pennsylvania, where they didn't have any kind of success got them to the NCAA tournament, took down a number one team in the country when he was there, makes the move to Gettysburg, and they have been a power in that conference, in the Centennial Conference. So, Nate, my MU brother, shout out to you, my friend. And I'm, and I'm glad you phrased it the way you did, though, Freddie, because a lot of times uh, in this game of life, it's about the journey more so than the destination. Absolutely. When you make it to where you finally want to make it in life, it's the journey that you're going going to remember the most, no doubt. more so than when you're on the top of the top. Yeah, right. When exactly. you're the cream of the crop, mm-hmm. it's, you look back on, on on that journey, and there's things that you've gone through. You look at the adversity, but you look at the bad times. You look at the good times, and how everything was able to shape you mm-hmm. to have you in the position that you actually are in currently. So, yeah. uh, you you said something then. Yeah, put it this way: a lot of that where you and I have gone through different stages in our lives, but I think about your journey. And not having to do with the NFL and college football, but even what you've been able to do. Because I'll never forget the first time we had you in the guest when I was doing the show with Ian Fitzsimmons. And I yep. said, dude, you got it. And you said, what do you mean? I said, now, nah, you got the chops to do this if you want to continue to pursue it. And I got that sense that you were going to do that. And you said, I don't know. I said, dude, keep pursuing it. Keep at it. I think you got something there. So seeing your journey inspires other people. Being a part of your journey inspires all of us, whether it's me, Shannon Penn, our producer, Devin Kane, our associate producer. So the, the journey together, that being a part of that, that's really, really special to a lot of people, especially us here. And here's a spoiler. Okay. That journey uh-huh. will be in a book one day. 
I'm not okay. saying when it will be okay. in, when the All book right. will come out, but it will All be right. in the book because I think it'll be beneficial for a lot of people. All right, now look at Harry Douglas yeah. dropping a little scoop on the scene. He's yeah, about a little to be, spoiler. Yeah, about to be a becoming a claimed author. Catch him on <laughs> Kindle Nook and everything like that. We're coming to Amazon Books <laughs> wherever they are sold. Let us know what you have to say. We always love when you enter the chamber. Part of the Freddie and Harry call in line at triple eight say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. So we always talk about the journey thing, especially when it comes to... The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. You know who says something this weekend in the NBA? The team that won the championship last year going, hey, don't forget about us. Denver Nuggets, they have lost three in a row going into the All-Star break. They're 3-0 and since the All-Star break, and it could have been very easy with a lot of love that the Golden State Warriors were getting. And the Los Angeles Lakers, how much of a threat could both of those teams, with Steph Curry on one side, LeBron James on the other side, when it comes to the Warriors and Lakers, respectively, Harry, how much of a threat could they be in the Western Conference? I'm not a big believer at times of sending messages. The best message you can send is, are you going to be champions at the end of it? Are you competing for a championship? But the Denver Nuggets, with that bad boy known as Nikola Jokic, his third straight triple double. They were like, woo-hoo, woo Remember us? Uh, we're, we're wearing the big drawers now. We wore the big drawers last year. They let it be known, Harry. You can talk about this team, that team, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Lakers, Warriors, but y'all got to come through us. The way they won last night, another triple double for Jokic, I thought that NBA team sent the biggest message over the weekend. And I want to also point out, Freddie, yes, this team went on a three-game losing streak before the All-Star break, but also we got to remember Jamal Murray was out with an injury, KCP, Caldwell Pope was out with an injury. Now mm-hmm. they have those guys back right. as they're trying to make this second-half push after the All-Star break to really let people know in which I, I think from, from Thursday until yesterday they're 3-0 and and playing the Golden State Warriors, and you've seen Nikola Jokic and how he makes it look so effortless. Right. Like literally every time that he's out there uh, playing the game of basketball, it just comes to him naturally. And also Jamal Murray, right? Golden State Warriors, you make a few mistakes, and you think you're going to give a, a, a bona fide shooter any yep. kind of airspace, you should know that from having a guy like that, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson on your team. Right. You can't give Jamal Murray any kind of airspace. Uh, those guys really stepped it up last night and was able to get that victory. Okay. But I'll just say since the All-Star weekend, 3-0, and and they're re- I think they're ready for the run right now. Well, they are definitely ready for the run no matter where they are in the Western Conference. They let it be known if you're going to try to go through us, it's not going to be easy. But that's my team. I don't think Harry Douglas has the same team that made a big message this <laughs> NBA weekend because we had a lot of primetime matches. For example, last night, beware the Sacramento Kings. If they look anything like we saw last night with the Los Angeles Clippers, you wonder, I wondered, had they learned their lesson having a home court advantage versus Golden State, game seven at home court, they let Steph Curry put up a 50-piece with the biscuits and also the side of mashed potatoes and got them out of the playoffs. They play like that. They could be a difficult team. But what team sent a message this weekend in the NBA, Harry Douglas? For me, it was the Milwaukee Bucks. And remember, Freddie, on Friday I said it starts tonight versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, you did. Uh, Because it's not like the schedule is going to get easier for Milwaukee. But I thought that game was pivotal for them to be able to win to get off on a good – you know, foot after the All-Star break. And we've seen Giannis Antetokounmpo do his thing. We've seen Damian Lillard have timely baskets in the fourth quarter. But I'm not going to forget a guy that I think in these last two games, and also this season has done pretty well, Bobby Portis coming off the bench, being very meaningful for them and scoring the basketball with the hustle plays. He had a solid two games. The Minnesota, excuse me, the Milwaukee Bucks going 2-0 
after the All-Star break, this is a major confidence booster for everyone within that organization, right? If, if, if you start right and you get guys going, and I thought really Damian Lillard yeah. kind of set the tone, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out, hitting, you know, I think it was like the first eight points, hitting the two threes, and then got to the basket, got a layup. But defensively, you know, getting a stop, getting a steal, laying the ball up, diving on the baseline for a loose ball. I thought he took it amongst, him, amongst himself to say, you know what, I can't be the weakest link. Right. And the same thing with Malik Beasley. We know these two guys can score the basketball. We know they can shoot it, and if you leave them open, it's going to be hell for the opposing team. But consistently, they need those two guys to also defend, and I thought they did a decent job. Uh, this weekend starting Friday versus Minnesota, a Minnesota team yeah. who has two bona fide guys that can score the basketball at will and call Anthony Towns and also Anthony Edwards. I can't wait to ask not only Harry Douglas, but also other basketball dudes, Shannon Penn and Devin Kane, our producer and associate producer, respectively. Are there any threats to the Boston Celtics and not just in the Eastern Conference? We'll get to that right here on Freddie and Harry, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN radio and the ESPN app. And speaking of the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, right before they played against the Minnesota Timberwolves and won that game on the road, he had a chance to speak with NBA Today's Malika Andrews from ESPN. And he says there's even more pressure on him now that Damien is here, Doc Rivers is here, and that title is still out there. One of my mentors that I talked with, he said this, he said, like, you think that there's not going to be pressure now. I'm like, what do you mean? There's no pressure. I don't want the championship. Like, I'm good. That's all I had to do. What if I told you there was more pressure? Like, now I have to, my body, my mind, everything about me is like, no, I want that feeling again. Like, I want to do it again. People expect me to do it. I expect this from me. And your mind just figure out ways to kind of set another goal and another goal and another goal, you know. Will I be happy to win another one for Milwaukee? Damn, yeah. What? Be able to win two the right way? Man, yeah. Like me and you have been saying, Freddie, I know there's a lot of people that feel like the pressure is not on Giannis and it's on Damian Lillard and Doc Rivers. I do not feel that way. And I feel strongly about it saying it. And it's because you did win a championship in a small market, the Milwaukee Bucks. You had Drew Holiday when you won that championship. You kind of wanted something a little different amongst this basketball team and to have that Robin to your Batman. Yeah. So you put pressure on the front office to make these things happen. Drew Holiday is now with the Boston Celtics. You now have Damian Lillard. This is your team. You're the you're a um, mm-hmm. uh, MVP of a NBA. You're a Finals MVP. You're an NBA champion. You're a Defensive Player of the Year. So I expect you with all those accolades okay. and people talking about you being the best player in the league okay. for what? The, over the last, what, five years? Give or take a second what, what, or two. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I expect the pressure to be on you. I don't expect the pressure to be on Damian Lillard, okay. who's never been to the NBA Finals, okay. who's never been considered one of the best players in the world. Right. I don't expect that pressure to be on Doc at the level that it is supposed to be on Giannis. So that's how I truly feel. Okay. Nobody important. One of our favorites hit us on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. And so have to remember, guys, Chris Middleton not even playing yet for the Milwaukee Bucks. And it's a spot on point. I still wonder how much he has left. But anybody like that, that has that kind of championship experience, that helped Giannis win a championship, anytime you can put an extra shooter on the basketball floor for the Milwaukee Bucks, when he's ready and he's going to be right, that's another weapon at both ends of the floor. But I still don't have the Milwaukee Bucks, Harry Douglas. 
as the biggest threat to the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference? Do you or do you have somebody else? Well, and, and it's all predicated off of mm-hmm. asterisks, right? And right. and right. can this team be healthy? But okay. it's the New York Knicks. Okay. Really? If the New York Knicks can get Julius Randle healthy, if the Knicks can get Ananobi healthy, mm-hmm. if they can have Mitchell Robinson come back, right. these are three people that can be key cornerstones to what they want to try to accomplish in the Eastern Conference. Okay. If those guys aren't healthy – then hell no. I don't see a threat to the Boston Celtics okay. in the East outside of Milwaukee if they can can, can be consistent, right? Okay. They can continue what they started at post-All-Star break. Right. If, if the New York Knicks can get healthy, okay. I do see it because you have the defense, you have the grit, but Jalen Brunson cannot do it by himself. He's he's going to need somebody else to pick up the slack. I like the trades in in, in Burks. I like the trade in Bogdanovich and getting those guys on the roster, mm-hmm. uh, guys that can put the ball in the basket. DiVincenzo, I like the way he's been playing uh, pre-All-Star break. Mm-hmm. And, and if they can get guys together mm-hmm. and, and to be in unison okay. and not have a guy out here and a guy out there or three guys out at the same time, I do see them as being a threat. I can't believe an Atlanta Hawks fan known as Harry Douglas is giving <laughs> Freddie Coleman's New York Knicks some love here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio about being a legitimate threat more than the Milwaukee Bucks if the Knicks get healthy to the Boston Celtics. I hope Harry Douglas is right. I hope he's not trolling me, kind of use some kind of reverse <laughs> psychology thinking. If I praise the Knicks, then when they get buried, I can say, hey, guys, I thought they had something. Maybe they didn't after all. My bad. My fault as far as that goes. I see what you're up to, you rascal. I get it. I understand <laughs> as far as that goes. Here's the biggest threat to me to the Boston Celtics. It's different in the Western Conference when it comes to Denver. There are a myriad of threats because the Western Conference is loaded. You can say Minnesota. You can say Oklahoma City. You can say Golden State. You can say the Lakers. You can say the Clippers. There are definitely a myriad of threats when it comes to the Denver Nuggets trying to be champions. And people still want to look at the Golden State Wars being that kind of threat but last night the Denver Nuggets in my opinion sent them a kind of message and even sure Tim Leg- yeah, even Tim Legler ESPN NBA analyst when he's on sports with Scott Van Pelt he says you know what you better trust the Nuggets because if you don't trust them well this will continue to happen to other teams this is the number one rated defensive team in clutch time they execute because they communicate through not they do not make mistakes on defensive assignments late in the game they've got great versatility which means they can switch a lot of things that a lot of teams in this league can't and they don't make mistakes on those switches. They get into guys when they have to. And then offensively, they're right there. Their net rating is mind-boggling in those situations. How good they are on both ends of the floor when they have to be and when it's required. It's still the most precise team in the NBA. Boston has more versatility. But this is the group. If you have to trust somebody late, make a play defensively, execute a, a, a game plan, or run something to get a quality shot when you have to have it, I trust Denver still more than anybody in the league. Boston and Denver are at a rare era right now in the NBA where the only threats to both of those teams are themselves. The only threat to me, in my opinion, with the Denver that's Nuggets good, in, the West, point. in the Western Conference is them, meaning the Denver Nuggets. You can give me Phoenix. You can talk about the Lakers. You can talk about the Golden State Warriors, Minnesota, Oklahoma City. I get it. But Tim Legg was spot on. They trust what they do. You're seeing the same thing with the Boston Celtics. I love what you said about the New York Knicks if they get healthy because the healthy that they need to get is height. Right now, you got Jalen Brunson. If it was a 6-1 and under league, I'm taking the New York Knicks. <laughs> but the NBA is not a 6-1 and under league. You need a big man that's going to help out your small dynamic guard. Dynamic guard, excuse me, comes to Jalen Brunson. But the way the Celtics are playing, 
where they can beat you in any way. You want to play in 100, 110 games? Sure. You want to play an up and down game? No problem. But their ability to switch everything, I think the only bet to Boston the East are the Boston Celtics. The same way I feel that the only bet to the Denver Nuggets are the Denver Nuggets in the West. And I think for Boston, one of the best things that they could have done this offseason was adding Porzingis, right? That third mm-hmm. bona fide score. But not only do they have a third bona fide score, you can throw Derek White in the mix to be able to get a bucket when he needs to get a bucket. Drew Holiday. Yep. But the fact that you have so many guys that can be premier scores for you if you're Boston, Absolutely. it kind of frees Drew Holiday up to go be that defensive stopper, to go do all the other things. Now, he can score the basketball. He can knock down the three. He can get to the mid-range. He can get to the cup. But he doesn't have to focus on those things because you already have three bona fide guys to do that on top of Derek White. Uh, I I really like this basketball team in the Celtics. I think this is the best chance that Jason Tatum and company actually – actually have a chance to win an NBA title. Right. And I'm looking forward to seeing – Freddie, I can't wait. I need the playoffs. To, we, can we fast forward? <laughs> I'm ready to fast forward the rest of this regular season <laughs> and get to playoff basketball, especially what you got going on in the Western Conference. Absolutely. And for the, and for the different Nuggets, <laughs> uh-huh. something that Legs mentioned that I thought was, like, very important. It, how many times did we see that two-man game in the playoff series last year, in playoff series, ser- uh, multiple series, mm-hmm. right? With, with, where Jokic and Jamal Murray were able to get baskets that they wanted. When you have a guy, Nikola Jokic, that can be in a triple threat position, folks, which means you can pass, shoot, or dribble at any given time. Mm-hmm. He can make the right basketball play. Yep. He can shoot the three ball, mm-hmm. back to the basket, face up. You try to double team him, he's going to make the right play. On top of having other bona fide guys around him, yep. man, that's a deadly thing to have. Well, what he's really been able to do now, he has reduced that conversation of who the best player in the league is. There is no conversation anymore. That he, he him, when it comes to the best player yes, in the NBA, is. it is Nikola Jokic. He keeps doing it time and time again. He may not want to be a face known in the NBA, although his commercials are pretty cool, that sense of humor, but he is leaving in his wake that there is no conversation anymore about who the best player in the NBA is. There are great players everywhere, but that guy's number one. Everybody's chasing Nikola Jokic. He's not chasing anybody else at this point right now in the NBA. You know what I liked about Jokic playing against the Golden State Warriors yesterday? Uh, Draymond Green was playing some really good defense, right? And there are a few times where I thought Nikola Jokic probably got fouled. Absolutely. And they didn't call it. Man, he just went back down to the other end. Hey, it is what it is. I know at some point I'm going to get mine, and I'm not worried about it. It was just it was just refreshing to see. When was, and when, if he does complain to referees, it's very subtle. He just yep. casually walk up to him. He said, okay, what did you see? Oh, no, he tried. What did you see? I, <laughs> I didn't see the same thing. All right, I'll let it go this time. Let me go get my triple-double. And that's what he does. <laughs> Whatever he does to complain to refs, he may have histrionics here and there, but it's never to the point where you believe he's trying to show up somebody. He just goes about his way. Puts up a triple double in your noggin, and believe me, the road through the West goes through Denver. The road through the East goes through Boston. Those two teams sending maybe the biggest messages along with Milwaukee over the NBA weekend. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. We want you to weigh in when it comes to court storming at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Like it, hate it, should it be gone, should it stay, 888-729-3776. And by the way, when it comes to stopping it, meaning court storming college basketball, or field storming in football, yeah, good luck with that. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It is a reggae Monday known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. With Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on SiriusXM and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get your thoughts on court storming. Should it stay? Should it be banned? What should be done? Protections, whatever. We're going to hear from you on the Freddie and Harry call on the line at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. You heard that sound from Learfield Sports. You're five minutes away from when it came to Wake Forest fans. Storming the court after their team beat Duke, leading to an FOS friend of the show to blame Duke player Kyle Filipowski got injured in a melee? What happened to Kyle Filipowski over the weekend, that, that's not on the way for us fans. That's on Kyle Filipowski. That comes your way in about five minutes. But Harry Douglas, you've been a part of these things. Yeah. You've seen it with your own eyes, part of Kyle's game day on social media that you've done for the last couple of years. You had a chance to be a part of that when you played for the Louisville Cardinals, when you had a couple of people supporting you when it comes to storming the field. What are your thoughts? Even though we've seen the last three weeks with Caitlin Clark of Iowa after Ohio State beat her team, she was running off the court. Somebody's running on the court. The two women collide, and she had a little bit of an injury, but nothing debatable, nothing debilitating, excuse me. And Kyle Filipowski, Duke player, suffering a knee injury when the fans stormed the court at the number eight Duke lost on Saturday at Wake Forest. Freddie, this one here, man, for me, it's, it's, it's a juggernaut because – when you look at the landscape of college athletics, um, court storming, field storming, whatever kind of storming you think of is definitely a symbol of college athletics. And it creates some of these most historical moments and iconic moments as well after major victories uh, against a, a top-ranked opponent, mm-hmm. a blue blood as we would call them, or if you're talking about college football, uh, as I was a part of two years ago, Tennessee finally beaten Alabama, and I was on the field to see all the fans uh, fans storm the field, take up grass, take the goalposts, dump it in the water, that right. whole nine. And I just thought it was it, – it's a memory that I will never forget. 
in my life. And then in college, man, on, on a Thursday night, losing to Rutgers and watching all of their fans storm the field after, you know, mm. I was heartbroken. Yeah. All my teammates at Louisville. I was at but that then, game. Yeah, I was at but, that but game, then, I remember. Yep. But the previous week, you know, us number five versus number three West Virginia, we beat them and we stormed the field. Um, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what common ground could we come to because is it safe for the student athletes? No, it's not. But at the same time, there's a piece in this that just yells college athletics. Right. And it's mm-hmm. I, I think the the presidents of these universities, I think the athletic directors of these universities, I think NCAA, they all understand also that's why they haven't cracked down on it, that it, it's a major symbol mm-hmm. of college sports. Mm-hmm. And college participation. You get a chance to celebrate with your peers, even the basketball players, football players that you're celebrating with. You may never get a chance to have that kind of contact with them celebrating something like that or even just walking across the quad because everybody's going to stay to themselves. And a lot of athletes have proven some are approachable and some are not approachable. They didn't want you to believe for one second that you can approach them that way unless something is shared like that victory on Saturday by Wake Forest over Duke. Like, I, I, I remember last season Notre Dame beating the USC Trojans and a guy running on the field for Notre Dame mm-hmm. – getting a selfie video with Caleb Williams after that. he lost. Yep. Mm-hmm. But just think about, like, in hindsight, is that good? No. But for college athletics, is that good? Yes, on, on, on the back end of things. Because that's you're not going to get that at the professional level. Right. Number one, we're dealing with people who are paying extremely amount of money exactly. to be in these venues. Yep. Um, they don't want to be body slammed. Mm-hmm. By, by security, right. and we're talking about very, very high-profile athletes. Not not saying that the college athlete isn't. Yeah. I just think it's another degree when it comes to professional sports. Yeah, you have adults watching those games, to your point, yes. paying a lot of money. You have college kids who are like, hey, 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 we're the monkeys. And next thing you know, they're <laughs> running out there celebrating with their team. Lindy in Illinois, 888-729-3776. Lindy, your thoughts on court storming? We've seen two injuries happen to two high-profile athletes. Caitlin Clark of Iowa and Kyle Filipowski of Duke in the last three weeks. What you got to say, Lindy? How's it personal? How's it going, fellas? Love listening to you. Um, <laughs> just, just want to point out, I, uh, I actually work security at uh, University of Illinois, the State Farm Center. And in order to stop storming the court, the, the universities are going to have to hire like an extra 500 or more you know, uh, security guards to sit and look up and have three to 5,000 students, you know, heading your way. You can sit and try to block them off all you want, but you're going to get trampled. So mm-hmm. as for a solution to this, unless there's going to be more money uh, spent on the security itself, which, you know, budget-wise, not every athletic department can do that. Um, I think we just got to figure out a way to make it safer. I heard something earlier today about, you know, a 30-second delay or something. Now, yeah. whether 18 to 23-year-old kids are going to pay attention to that and do it, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but uh, it, it, the security guards aren't going to put their life in harm's way is all I'm saying. Yeah, no doubt about it, Lenny, Illinois. To your point, there was a certain camera angle that when the Wake Forest kids started storming the court, there was one security guard said, I don't make that kind of money getting your way. He said, the court's right over there. Mm-hmm-hmm. It was like the old Eddie Murphy skit when he talked about when President Reagan got shot. There was one brother, man, I, I'll go over for my cousin's cleaners, but I'm not getting away with a bullet. 
He looked at those students and say, I'm not getting in the way of that when I don't make that kind of money. He was just literally escorting them to the court because the Lindy's point, when you, when you only got so few security guys and hundreds of kids rushing the floor like it's something out of Braveheart, yeah, you're going to make a business decision if you're security. So, so he, here's my thing, though, Freddie, and I understand basketball is different from football, but still you have a ton of people running on the court. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I have in my mind right now, when I'm, when I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, at Neyland Stadium, what kind of tight security would have stopped Nothing. A hundred thousand plus people, and even if it wasn't a hundred thousand people, because that's what the stadium holds over a hundred thousand. Yeah. Let's just say thirty thousand. What type of security are going to hold back thirty thousand people? Yeah. By by the way, when it comes to football, there's something what's called location awareness. You got to go a long way to get out of the stands, and it's it's different. Get under the football. It's different from basketball. Exactly. No doubt about basketball. You're right on top of the court. Even if you're up top, it's a it's a lot closer to get to the court than the football field. But three, you're or four, right. three or four thousand people in basketball. Uh-huh. What kind of tight, yeah. top-notch security is going to stop yeah. three or four thousand people? The only top-notch security you're going to have is you have a moat full of alligators, and even then, those kids might find a way to get over that moat and get into that castle. You guys ever see the movie Three Hundred? Yo, absolutely. Yeah. This is where they live. This is where they die. You know how they got into like uh, a, they got uh, 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 they got into like a I don't know a better word to, uh, like a, a turtle shell with all their shields. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Maybe they just give security guard the shields and, and they you shall not pass. At those prices? Also <laughs> Wake Force was yeah. favored to win in that game. I know. If but, you're favored to win and yeah. you win, come on. But it's Duke. That's why they stormed the court. Blood. It's a blue blood that was top ten in the country, and Wake Forest has not been talked about being a blue blood since Tim Duncan and Randolph Childress were there in the 90s playing in the same basketball team. It is going to be absolutely impossible to keep court storming from happening. You can try to put safety and security places in place, but, man, when you like to your point, Harry, when you get a bunch of kids all together sounding the alarm, woo, you know, and when their team wins a basketball game, a football game, there's not enough security other than a moat and alligators surrounding the castle to keep them off the court or off the football field. You have kids that have probably been drunk until the game has started. Lord knows whatever else they may have been on uh, <laughs> while they're in the arena watching a basketball game. Right. Good luck trying to stop them. Yeah, no doubt. Blocking Atlanta wants to weigh in on this. And the Freddie and Harry call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Big block. What you got, my friend? Hey, how y'all doing, homies? Man, shout out to y'all, man. But it's Appreciate real simple. If you don't want to get the court storm, you got to win the game. I mean, simple as <laughs> Hello. that. Hello. I, I, I would be more concerned with the handshake line and, and uh-huh. tensions being up and you getting snuck by somebody with a three wing piece and a biscuit <laughs> after the game. So win the game, take care of business, and that's a wrap. To his point about the handshake line, because we had that last week where two teams got into in the handshake line and a brawl developed involving both of those basketball teams, and a couple of young people got hurt that were innocent bystanders. When you have people in close confines, especially on the basketball court, there's always going to be that one, or there's always going to be that couple that have their own agenda. And especially when you have kids running out there, literally running onto the court, they're not even looking at the court, Harry. They have their phones in their hands Mm -hmm. because they want to – they want to document the moment, and they want to make sure that they're documenting it to put that on social media. They don't have location awareness, so to expect that in this day and age and stopping court storming or field storming, yeah, good luck with that. Do, do you 
I mean, obviously you're dealing with college kids who probably have a couple beverages before the game. Mm-hmm. Do you make it a mandatory technical no matter what the situation is? Is that going to help? I mean, because it's, yeah. if it's a blowout, they're still going to storm the court. It's exactly. not going to matter anyway. You know what kids are probably thinking? Like, they, they're finding universities. And the kids, it's not our money. <laughs> That's not my technical. They're not worried about that. And, and I can't wait. We're, we're going to have Austin Rivers join us, a former Duke guard, uh, join us at 5 p.m. today to actually touch on this issue a little bit more because I thought he was good this morning on Get Up. Yeah, he was. Touching on it. So I, 5 o'clock, we will have Austin Rivers, former mm-hmm. Duke star, to talk about this issue as well. Yeah, no doubt about that. And speaking of somebody talking about the issue, one of our favorites is Chris Canty, co-host of Unsportsmanlike with Evan Cohen, him, and also Michelle Smallman, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio, Monday through Friday, part of our sports and like. And he said the reason all this happened, he put the blame on Kyle Filipowski, the one who got injured in the melee of Duke? What happened to Kyle Filipowski over the weekend, that, that's not on the way for his fans. That's on Kyle Filipowski. Like, if you saw the overhead shot, he's the one that stuck his leg out uh, while the fan is storming the court, and he's the one that decided that he was going to flop. In no way, shape, or form is Kyle Filipowski a victim in any of this, all right? Let's cut that out, first of all. What happened over the weekend to Kyle Filipowski is not the case in point when it comes to being against court storming because he absolutely could have controlled what happened to him. Sticking your leg out and trying to trip a fan while they're court storming and getting hurt and injuring your ankle in the process it is not something where you can then place blame on Wake Forest or on the, the stadium staff. That's on you, Kyle Filipowski. Chris Canty, baby, stop it. You're trying to tell me because those fans were on the court even before the clock got to zero. You're trying to tell me Kyle Filipowski, one second going for a basketball that was thrown his way, then all of a sudden he looks up and all these people are in front of him, and the one guy you're talking about that got contacted by Kyle Filipowski was the same guy, Chris Candy. If you look at it closely, he was mouthing off really quickly to Kyle Filipowski. Now, you can say that Kyle Filipowski would have known better. Very easy to say when you're not in the middle of all of that. Not trying to pay, place blame or take away blame from somebody else, Harry. But come on now, Chris Canty. Chris Canty's my boy, but come on now. You cannot blame one dude because he was bigger than anybody else. And somebody run out of the let's go, Dicks! And they run into Kyle Filipowski. And Kyle Filipowski, who got injured, it's his fault because his team lost? Chris Canty, baby. Come on now. Well, Freddie, I'm with you. I, I don't agree with Canty. <laughs> I just don't because uh, – Every coach that was on that floor, every player that was on that floor, mm-hmm. they have the right to be on that floor, right? Right, right. Everyone stormed and didn't. Right, because I, I'm not advocating players going in the stands to go off the fans. Yep. But try to stop court storming if you want. Ain't going to happen. Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776 on court storming. Like it, love it, hate it, get rid of it, keep it. Join the conversation. Enter that chat on the Freddie and Harry call in line at 888-729-3776. Plus, what made you say, maybe like some of those kids on Saturday, man, this moment, I messed up. We'll get to that next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's the Red Game Monday version of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app. Sirius so XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep weighing in your thoughts on court storming. On Twitter, Coleman ESPN and HDougs83 and at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Always one of our favorites. He is the Mighty Wolf in Virginia. Three, two, one. <laughs> Respect for my pack brothers. <laughs> What's going on, Wolf? Beautiful. Beautiful, man. Listen, I have two comments real quick. My alternative to the court storming fiasco is based upon liability. Why pay money on someone getting injured, which is going to happen? These suits are going to start coming in eventually. So I'm serious. When you can make money by letting the winning team pick a venue and say, we'll talk to you folks, bring in your tickets, show your IDs from the school that won, and we'll spend an hour with you thanking you for your support. Just announce it in advance, circulate it, and I'll look for the partners because I'm willing to fund that venue. Number two, I have to say, has anybody from Hotlanta been to Blind Willie's, St. James, Harlem Knights, or Havana? Are those clubs still open? (laughs) (laughs) Inquiring Wolves want to know, Harry Douglas. say, Say the list again, Wolf. Last one for you, Harry. My son, who's had his physical... Uh, uh, well, his training and his expertise run to a point where he has to now publish a book, do something to put out and share his knowledge. We have some Christian publishers that are willing to do it if you're willing to get behind it. Okay. All right. When, 
Okay. All right now. All right now. He named some clubs that the more clubs he named, the more your eyes and ears perked up. I heard Havana. Uh-huh. I heard them uh-huh. Mile of Nights, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this is another reason why I want this show simulcast because the look on your face, I'd have looked like, mm. Harry was like, mm, mm. Mm. I don't remember if I knocked somebody out at Harlem Nights. I don't think it was that one. <laughs> Why am I not surprised that altercations could have been with you without court storming being involved, or in this case, like maybe barred backstorming? Why am I not surprised when it comes to that? Speaking of stuff happening in Atlanta, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend involving former NFL quarterback Cam Newton. This video which became public on Sunday. Cam Newton was being shoved by three people near the top of a set of steps during a seven-on-seven youth football tournament in Atlanta. He doesn't appear to throw any punches. A police officer, security personnel broke the scuffle up. Newton, who is from that great city of Atlanta, he runs an organization that focuses on developing youth athlete skills in football, including opportunities to compete in seven-on-seven tournaments. I must have watched that video at least like 50 times already since last night. I'm thinking... What would possess somebody to all of a sudden at a youth football tournament? And based on what Shannon Penn, our producer, told us, it involved one of the coaches of the teams. And he said something derogatory towards Cam Newton about his lack of accuracy playing in the National Football League. I'm like, dude, aren't you supposed to be there for the kids? Not for your own selfish, ignorant, moronic ways that led to that whole thing jumping off against Cam Newton? Well, that's the thing, uh, Freddie. What people got to understand, they got to stop letting things get so personal with an individual that it overshadows what you're really out there for, mm-hmm. which is the kids. And that's one of the things I really love about Cam Newton is that he truly cares about these kids. But it's also some about these Westlake High School guys, which is on the southwest side of Atlanta. Okay. Leave him alone now. Because, <laughs> see, I grew up with Pat Man Jones, too, and people just seem to want to run up on him at times. And uh-huh. he hasn't lost yet. <laughs> Leave these Westlake High School <laughs> alums alone. Because <laughs> – it's not going to end well for you. Pac Man didn't drop the Popeyes bag either. Didn't didn't no. drop the Popeyes bag. Yeah, and Cam Newton's had never left his dome. With all, no, yeah. that, that, that's what I was surprised about uh-huh. the most. His hat never left his head. As someone who loves his fedoras like I do, if that had happened to me, that had would have flown off my head like nothing. That hat stayed front and center. It wasn't crooked. <laughs> it wasn't askew. <laughs> nothing as far as that goes. And to that point, because you looked at it, Cam was handling business against both guys. Mm -hmm. So you know one of those guys in their mind, they had to think it was in that moment that I realized I messed up. Absolutely. I want want our callers to weigh in on that. What was that moment for you when you were doing something you weren't supposed to, this, that, and the third, whether it was on a roller coaster and it got too high for you? What was that moment for you when you realized, (laughs) hold on, I messed up? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Yeah, from the FAFO files. Google that and don't say it. From the FAFO files, when was that moment you said to yourself, yep, messed around and found out? Because yep. two of those dudes, because the other dude got involved in it, and then he said, man, he's handling those two guys. Oh, man, oh, my goodness, he's bigger than I thought. Jesus, oh, let me get out of here. Certain dudes got to leave And, alone, and it's unfortunate, man, because it's such a great cause why everyone's out Absolutely. there. Right, for these young high school students to get that exposure, yep. uh, compete against one another. Yep. But we don't need the coaches competing against one another. Well, that wasn't a competition. That was just stupidity. 888-729-3776. What made you say it was at that moment I realized I messed up? 888-729-3776. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. 
You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.